0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host Tyler Callahan, and it's actually a bit of a quiet week here. Uh, We of course have the latest box office numbers and latest news from Hollywood, but compared to the last few busy weeks with things moving again as the actor strike wraps up, there's not too much going on. So let's start with the domestic top five. Opening in first place is The Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes with 44.6 million. In second place is Trolls Band Together with 30.6 million for a total of 31.7 million. Uh, I believe this is due to the preview showings that were held as this was the full release for the film domestically. Third place was the Marvels with 10.2 million for a total of 65 million dollars. Fourth place was the horror film Thanksgiving, which debuted to $10.2 million. And in fifth place was Five Nights at Freddy's, with $3.5 million, for a total of $132.6 million. So for Lionsgate, the opening, uh, for the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, was slightly lower than the $50 million analysts were expecting, but still not bad. However, The question here is how will its legs be? The reviews from critics have basically said the movie is good, but not amazing, and the cinema score was a B-plus from the audience from the opening night, Uh, which is the lowest for the franchise. So on paper, the movie's good, but not as good as anything else from the previous Hunger Games movies. That doesn't mean word of mouth will be bad, but it does show people who went to see it didn't fully get what they were expecting. Could that turn into bad word of mouth? Absolutely. But with it about to be Thanksgiving break, that could help soften the blow. Domestically, if this can get to, I'd say, around $125 million, I think would be a success. Uh, worldwide, though, it should ideally get to 350 $400 million. Thanksgiving had a good opening, and critics are enjoying it, with it getting 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, the highest ever for director Eli Roth. It should provide for some nice counter-programming over the next few weeks. Then, the Marvel. Oof. That is a bad second weekend drop of 78%, uh, which now holds the record of the biggest second weekend drop in the MCU. The Marvels really are racking up all the wrong records here. There is now also a solid chance that the movie does not hit $100 million domestic, which would be shocking. Staying in first place in China is Last Suspect with $10.4 million. For a total of $67.2 million. In second place was Be My Family with 4.7 million for a total of 15.4 million. Opening in third place was The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes with 4.6 million. Fourth place was Porco Rosso, which opened to 1.6 million. And in fifth place was The Marvels, dropping a massive 89%, earning $1.2 million for a total of $14.7 million. That is a terrible drop but not surprising. If Western audiences aren't caring about this movie, then why would the audience uh, in China care about it? Uh, the Marvels really is becoming a train wreck of a movie, and I thought we had already seen that with The Flash. Uh, this is shaping up to be much, much worse. Worldwide, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes made $56.2 million for an opening weekend of $100.8 million. Thanksgiving earned $2.4 million, For a worldwide opening weekend of 12.6 million. The Marvels also collapsed internationally, earning just 19.5 million for a worldwide total of 161.3 million. Not only is 400 million now off the table, it's starting to look like 300 million might also be unobtainable as well. Five Nights at Freddy's earned 9.9 million for a worldwide total of 271.8 million, passing the Nun 2. To become the highest grossing horror film of the year. Trolls Band Together earned $6.7 million for a worldwide total of $108.1 million, and Killers of the Flower Moon is now at $145.8 million worldwide. Sticking with the box office for a minute, Deadline is exclusively reporting that tracking for Wonka has set to debut around $35-40 million, If it manages to do that and have a good holiday season, I think Warner Brothers would be overjoyed with that. It comes out December 15th. So we start off the news in Hollywood with something that just kind of came out of left field. And is that it looks like Scream 7 is basically cancelled. So Spyglass Media, who produce the Scream films, Paramount handles the distribution for it, just for clarification. Anyway, Spyglass have fired uh, Melissa Barrera over what she posted on social media in regards to the conflict in Gaza. This is their statement on the matter. Quote, Spyglass's stance is unequivocally clear. We have zero tolerance for anti-Semitism or the incitement of hate in any form, including false references to genocide, ethnic cleansing, Holocaust distortion, or anything that flagrantly crosses the line into hate speech. End quote. This seems to have come from upper management at the production company, as, as the director for the upcoming film, Christopher Landon, had this to say on X. Quote, this is my statement, everything sucks, stop yelling, this was not my decision to make. End quote. On top of this, Deadline is exclusively reporting that Jenna Ortega is looking to not return for Scream 7 either. On top of this, Deadline is exclusively reporting that Jenna Ortega is looking to not return for Scream 7. While the article does not say why, it does point out it is not because of Bara being fired. I take this to mean probably due to scheduling conflicts, uh, you know, Wednesday season 2 is set to start filming in the spring. It's a TV show, so it's going to be filming for a few months. If Spyglass and Paramount wanted to still try and speedrun filming Scream 7, she probably didn't want to do that and has asked to leave. So look, if she leaves, then that's it for the movie. The two main leads are now gone and it's going to be kind of hard to do a Scream 7, that's a continuation of 5 and 6, especially since they built it around the two leads. Uh, I would say Paramount is also probably not too happy with Spyglass Media, as Scream was becoming a reliable horror franchise for them, and at least for now, the movie's done. And assuming, at some point down the road, a Scream 7 does happen, I would expect it at this point to be with most, if not a complete new cast and story. We'll see what happens. In other odd news, the In Snyder broke the news that 20th Century Studios is dropping the bike riders, with it being shopped to other studios and streaming services. And it didn't take long to find a buyer, with Deadline exclusively reporting that Focus Features have bought the global rights to the film and will release it theatrically sometime in 2024. Universal will handle the distribution for it internationally. They are also reporting that New Regency, who produced the film, pulled the film back due to the actors' strike. With a big cast like this, you want them to be able to go out and promote it. Like Spyglass and Paramount, New Regency made *The Bike Riders* with 20th Century Handling Distribution. I wonder if it'll come out next fall to try and do an awards push. Uh, if that's the case, though, it's going to be going to be waiting a while to see it. Uh, Which is weird, because some critics have already got to see it and posted their reviews. Like it has an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes already. Jamie Foxx is facing a lawsuit with a woman claiming he sexually assaulted her back in 2015 in New York. As for why this is coming out now, well, it is due to the state's Adult Survivors Act, which became law in November of 2022. As part of it, it allowed people to file civil claims within one year, even if statute of limitations had passed. With that about to end, the timeline to file the lawsuit was short. Jamie Foxx has already come out strongly against the lawsuit with a spokesperson saying the following. quote, "The alleged incident never happened. In 2020, this individual filed a nearly identical lawsuit in Brooklyn. That case was dismissed shortly thereafter. The claims are no more viable today than they were then. We are confident they will be dismissed again, and once they are, Mr. Fox intends to pursue a claim for malicious prosecution against this person and her attorneys." for refiling this frivolous action, end quote. This does seem like a lawsuit that will go nowhere, but who knows, at this point it is too early to tell what will happen. In an interview, Tim Allen confirmed that he has been asked by Disney and Pixar to come back to reprise his role as Buzz Lightyear for Toy Story 5, as well as Tom Hanks. While this is the least shocking news this week, it's nice to get some confirmation. Also, if they didn't get him back, the interest in the movie would just disappear completely, and I would say perform even worse than Lightyear. Uh, so, look, Disney just needs them to come back. The Hollywood Reporter has some new details on the upcoming Karate Kid movie, with them reporting that both Jackie Chan and Ralph Machino are set to return and reprise their roles, and that it is set to be a continuation of the films, so not a reboot. This will also be the first time both characters appear on screen together, as Machino played Daniel LaRusso in the original, and Chan played Mr. Han, the master, in the most recent one. I think getting them both together is the smartest move in getting people interested in seeing it. Brendan Fraser has found his next role with Deadline Exclusively reporting that he will star in a movie called Rental Family. This comes from Searchlight and will be directed by Hikari, who has been working on it since 2019. As for the plot, it focuses on an actor who is down on his luck and goes to Tokyo, where he has hired to be a token American for a Japanese rental family company. Filming is set to begin in the spring in Japan. That sounds really interesting, and personally, I'm looking forward to it. Deadline also has the exclusive awesome casting updates for Superman Legacy. They are reporting that Sarah Sampaio has signed on to play Eve Teschermasker, who is Lex Luthor's assistant. As for who is playing Luthor, well, we have that as well, with Nicholas Holt being selected for it. Holt's a great actor, so personally, I think that's a great pick for Luthor. And finally, before we move over to VOD Premium, Deadline has the exclusive on two new films in development. First, they are reporting that Doug Lehman is set to direct a remake of The Saint, with Rich Jean Page set to star in it, as well as executive produce. This is based on books from the 1920s, which was then adapted to a TV show in the 60s, and then a movie adaptation in the 90s, starring Val Kilmer. This could be good, as Lehman is a good director, And this is also an IP that has not been adapted too much, so it can feel more fresh. Over at Universal, it looks like they are waking up the Jason Bourne franchise with a new movie in development. Right now, Edward Berger is in talks to direct the film. He just recently finished one of the Oscar winners from last year, all quiet on the Western front. As for Matt Damon, well right now he is not signed on to come back, but it's reported the plan is to get a movie idea together and pitch it to him first. So ideally, They would love for him to reprise his role as Jason Bourne, which makes sense, as that would actually get people to care about the movie. I am curious if he comes back what the story would be, but Berger did some great work with All Quiet on the Western Front, so if he decides to direct, we know at least that part is in good hands. But it also seems based on how things look right now, it's gonna be a few years before this comes out. For VOD Premium, let's start with Max where The Penguin is set to resume production in December. With that being the case, I'd say a release in the fall is possible. Disney Plus has cancelled the Muppets Mayhem after one season. No word on if the show will remain on the platform or be pulled. And Disney Plus has made a deal with ITVX in the UK to license some of their shows. Specifically, Under the Banner of Heaven and Extraordinary will be available to watch on ITVX sometime in the first half of 2024. As part of this deal, Disney Plus will still have the shows available to watch in the UK. So overall, it's a small deal, but it shows that Disney is actively working on licensing out content again. In the Middle East, there is some merger news making waves, with it being announced that OSN Plus and Agnami will merge. OSN Plus is a streaming service from OSN, where it has a mix of movies and shows, and Agnami is a music streaming service. With the merger, the new streaming platform would have movies, music, and TV shows, which is a lot. Now, not all of the details are out yet, as, you know, when would the deal close and all of that, when the merge service would launch, but if this does go through, this is shaping up to be the uh, premier streaming service in the Middle East and in North Africa as well. And we finish up with Netflix, where they released a first look at Beverly Hills Cop Axel F. This is the fourth installment in the franchise. The first since 1994 starring Eddie Murphy. I take it this means we'll, we'll get a teaser trailer soon uh, besides the first photo. All we know is that it is set to come out sometime next year. The creator of Beef, Lee Sung Jin, has signed a multi-year deal with the streamer that will include both shows and movies. Ginny Howe from Netflix had this to say about the deal, quote, we're so proud to see how Beef has broken through and brought Sunny Lee's singular vision to life. It delivered a performances of a lifetime from the Inable, Ali Wong, and Steven Yoon. that the series went on to capture critical praise is just a dream come true. We're thrilled to continue on the storytelling journey with Sony, and can't wait to see what he has in the store. End quote. Uh, congratulations to him. I'm looking forward to what he does next. Uh, Beef was a really good show. Definitely worth a watch. So yeah, I'm looking forward to what he does next. In the exclusive from Variety, they are reporting that Black Mirror has been renewed for a seventh season. Uh, no word yet on how many episodes were ordered and who will star in it and as it for this week's episode of Black office receipts if you want to follow me on x threads instagram or facebook links to those are in the show notes thank you for listening see you next time